Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Matthew 6, 22. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Matthew 6, 22. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. If you've ever had your vision distorted, maybe looking through a beveled window or when you've stepped from a well-lit room into a darker one, you know how challenging it can be with poor eyesight to see where you need to go. The same is true of our spiritual vision. When the eyes of our hearts become clouded, we're prone to wonder bit by bit, step by step, and decision by decision off the good and hope-filled, the life-giving path that God has marked out for us. And so, Jesus reminds us of the importance of spiritual vision, adding, but if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? In context, Jesus was specifically speaking on mankind's tendency to stockpile wealth or to pine after it. He told us not to become consumed with financial and material concerns, not to place our identity in our wealth, in our jobs or our bank accounts, or to let our financial concerns rather than faith and our love for God ultimately drive our actions. He told us not to store up earthly treasures that won't last. Instead, we're to seek after those things of eternal value, knowing every heavenly investment will last forever. Here's a truth we might tend to forget or maybe be tempted to disregard. God sees everything we do, the big things and the small things, the selfish things and those times when we put others first, and he will reward us for our every surrendered and obedient act. What's more, our lives on this present earth, they're but a blip on eternity's timeline. God is so much bigger than our paychecks, our bills, than that promotion that we're certain will increase our security and our fulfillment. He knows what we need before we ask, and he has promised to care for us. We probably know that, at least intellectually, but sometimes when big bills come in or when we hear rumors of company-wide layoffs, we can forget, and therefore we need the reminder that we're not helpless and that our situation is never hopeless because we belong to the God of hope who calls us to trust in and to rely on him. 
Jesus's words regarding money probably encouraged the people who were gathered around him, but it might have made them feel uncomfortable as well. A lot of them were barely surviving. They were earning just enough each day to get them through that day. And keep in mind, they didn't have 401ks. They didn't have unemployment benefits. They didn't have access to welfare or Section 8 housing or food banks that they could turn to when in a bind. Jesus understood this. He knew their hearts and their fears, and he cared. His words didn't come from a lack of compassion. Instead, they came from a place of deep, deep love. He recognizes how spiritually damaging it can be to obsess over money. You can't serve two masters, he said, in essence, revealing financial concerns for what they are, idolatry. Whatever we place our security, our trust, and our identity in, whatever we chase after more than Jesus Christ, that becomes an idol. And idols ultimately destroy us. They distort our vision. They confuse our steps. They taint our hearts. And they decrease our spiritual sensitivity. Our financial worries can make it super challenging to hear God's guidance, not because he stops speaking, but because our desires, our fears, and our insecurities tend to speak so much louder. When we chase after money, when we make financial wealth or security rather than intimacy with Christ our greatest aim, we demonstrate that we don't truly know God, that we don't know his heart and his power and ability to care for us. He is a loving, attentive, all-powerful father who owns all the cattle on a thousand hills, as scripture states. He's a God of abundance, not scarcity, who lavishes us with grace upon grace and everything we need for life and godliness. I wonder sometimes when fear or discontentment begins to rise up, if we recognize the type of life God wants for us that Christ died to give us. Jesus said he came to give us a filled to overflowing, beyond expectations, joy, and peace-filled life. That is the God who calls us to rest, to trust in him, knowing that he will care for us just as he cares for the lilies of the field and the birds of the air. Therefore, I tell you, Jesus said, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? We all know the answer is no. Worrying, in fact, can steal hours from our lives. It can steal our sleep, our peace, it can damage our relationships through fear-driven reactions and behaviors. It can weaken our immune systems. Trusting God to care for us, however, leads to increased peace and an ever-deepening relationship with the one who promised to love us enough to die for us. We all battle fear. Jesus understands that, and he has compassion for us. And so he responds with gentleness and grace by inviting us to turn to him when we're anxious or afraid and inviting us to trust him. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for the gift of your son. Thank you that you are such an attentive father who invites us to rest in you, to find peace and security in you. 
thank you that you long for us to thrive, to experience the rich, the satisfying, the beyond expectations life that Jesus died to give us. When we begin to feel afraid, remind us of your care and remind us of your heart. Remind us that you are for us, that your plans for us are good and help us to trust in that. Lord, kill the idolatry of materialism within us and increase our love and our commitment to you. In the name of your Son, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Think you know David? The shepherd boy who killed Goliath with just a stone and a sling, right? Well, there's so much more to his story. From shepherd to king, David's life was filled with triumphs and tragedies. How David navigated family, leadership, and faith offers profound lessons for all of us. The David Story, Shepherd, Father, King, is a free online course exploring David's life and how it sheds light on topics like our relationship with God, family dynamics, leadership principles, and overcoming sin. Taught by Professor Justin Jackson of Hillsdale College, this free eight-lesson course delves into the Old Testament through the books of First and Second Samuel. Unlock the power of David's story. Learn more about life's big questions and what truly matters. Enroll in this free course today 
by texting the word David to 94878. Again, that's David to 94878. Join us for a deeper understanding of the Bible. Enroll in The David Story now by texting David to 94878.